Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord, thank you, thank you. Everything to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But tomorrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Master, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Say, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you. Good morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. God, you've been so faithful. You've been so good. You've been so merciful. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. Welcome, welcome. My God, thank you. Hey, Lavenda. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, John. Hey, Kai. Hey, Tracy. Hey, Latanya. Good morning. Hey, Debbie. Hey, Trina. Good morning, Jamaica. My God, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, we bless you, we magnify you. Yeah. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, I magnify you. My God, I lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. My God, I thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm, My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. We bless your name. We praise your name. We magnify you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can hear the Lord saying, 
Do you know how precious you are to me? Mm. And sometimes it, it's so easy to forget that. It's so easy to get caught up in so many other things that we forget how precious we are to God. My God, how precious we are to God. How um, significant we are to God. How much we mean to God. Like we just lose that sometimes. We lose that in word in the world. We lose that in conversations. We lose that because of our relationship. And no matter the circumstance or no matter the situation or no matter what you're going through or no matter how overwhelming it is, you are so precious to God. And I just hear God saying that this morning. You guys are so precious to me. Mm. And if God says something to you, guess what? You can take your rest in that. Doesn't matter what the world said. Doesn't matter how people treat you. Doesn't matter how people feel or what people think towards you. God's thoughts towards you are so different than man's thoughts towards you. My God, Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you that we are so precious to you. We thank you, Father God, that you are provider. You are strength. You are grace. You are peace. You are love. You are joy. My God, Father, we thank you that you designed and knitted us in our mother's womb. And you, Father God, gave our father see my God, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for just who and what you are. I thank you, Father God. You are the redeemer of the time. We are not behind. I thank you, Father God, that you are the beginning and the end. My God, you are the God that sees all and knows all. You are the God of my strength. You are the God of my joy. You are the God of my peace. My God. Father God, I thank you for loving me when I couldn't love myself. I thank you for being faithful to me when I wasn't faithful to you. I thank you, Father God, for reigning on the just and the unjust, Lord God. I thank you for absolutely everything. You are everything. You are everything to me. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that you called me precious. I thank you, Father God, that you see me when no one else sees me. I thank you, Father God, that I find my strength in you. I thank you, Father God, that you quicken me through the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Father God, for grace. I thank you, Lord God, for Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for your love. My God. Father, you said in your word, enter into your gates with thanksgiving and enter into your courts with praise. And Lord God, we just bless your name. We just praise you. We just magnify you, Lord God. We are not going to, going to let rocks cry out. We are not. We are not. We are not. We are not. My God, I thank you for authenticating us in the Holy Spirit. My God, I thank you for teaching us that our treasures are not here on this earth. Lord God, I thank you for your peace for great is your peace father god and it makes our composure undisturbed so father god we take our residence in you we find our truth in you lord god we just abandon ourselves before you this morning lord god my god we come to you broken and contrite we humble ourselves before the mighty hand of god lord god we trust you like never before my god Father God, we're casting out all anxiety this morning. We're casting our cares on you, Father God, because you care for us. My God, strengthen and quicken us, Holy Spirit. My God, do not let us be in lack, Lord God, of knowledge and wisdom of who God is. 
My God, we need you, Holy Spirit, more than we need anything else right now. We need you to be our strength. We need you to be our comforter. We need you to be our teacher. We need you to be our advocate. We thank you, Holy Ghost. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Ghost. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Ghost. My God, we thank you. Lord God, we thank you for Jesus. My God, we thank you for the resurrection power operating in our life. My God, we thank you, Father God, that your glory be manifested and revealed. We thank you that there is no circumstance, there is no situation. Lord God, if God is for us, who can be against us? Lord God, we lay all, cast all anxiety, all our cares, every sin, every weight, my God, that has easily beset us and set us against the knowledge in the hand of God. And Father God, we thank you for your power and authority operating in our lives. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear. Give us revelation of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Lord God, you have said in your last day, you will pour your spirit out upon flesh. Father God, I'm asking that your Holy Spirit be poured out, Father God, on everyone that makes contact with this devotional today. My God, let the same mind that's in Christ Jesus be in us. My God, let them be filled with your Holy Spirit. Father God, and I thank you for those that want to receive their prayer language, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that they are receiving their prayer language. All they have to do is ask for it. Father God, give me the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. <laughs> and I cancel every assignment that has lied to them and told them it isn't necessary and told them it isn't biblical. It is by your word, Lord God. So we thank you, Father God, that your spirit descends here. We thank you, Father God, that your spirit rests here. And we trust in your spirit, Lord God. We trust in your spirit. Holy Spirit, fill your people up. My God, that's how we get the power. My God, that's how we get the strength. My God, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being in our homes, for being in our conversations, for being in our text messages, for being with us this day. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We find our trust in you. We find our rest in you. We find our peace in you. We find our grace in you. We find our love in you. We find our power in you. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for being the redeemer of the time. And we, the redeemed of the Lord, we say so. We say so. We thank you, Father. We thank you for grace. We thank you for power. We thank you for just strength. We thank you for your love for us. We thank you for how intentional you are with us. We thank you, Lord God, that we lack nothing. Father God, you said you would give us our daily bread. So we thank you for daily bread. We thank you for our reasonable portion. We thank you, Father God, that favor goes before us. My God, and if favor goes before us, and if God is for us, then who can be against us? My God, we thank you for your resurrecting power. We thank you, your kingdom come. We thank you, your will be done. We thank you for your resurrecting power in our health. Father God, we thank you for your resurrecting power in our finances. We thank you for your resurrecting power in our relationships. My God, we thank you that the resurrecting power is alive in us, and that the word of God is quickened and sharpened. Father God, and activated, my God, and dividing anything in us that does not line up with your word and does not line up with the kingdom. Father God, this morning we place on our helmet of salvation, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for the breastplate of righteousness, Father God. We've set our feet 
in the gospel of peace, Lord God. And we gird our loins with truth this morning, Lord God. My God, we will be resolved in the truth today, Lord God. And we put up our shield of faith, Father God, which extinguishes all the darts of the fiery one. And we pick up our sword of the spirit, Lord God. We pick up our sword, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. You are extinguishing every fiery dart of the evil one, Lord God. Great is your peace and undisturbed composure and so it be in our life. Lord God, we thank you that the scales are falling off our eyes. Father God, we thank you. Your voice is loud and thunderous in our ears, Lord God, that we are able to recognize your voice above anybody else. Lead us today, O oh Lord. Lead us today, Father. Now, Father God, we thank you for your glory. My God, we thank you for the kabod. We thank you for your glory. We thank you that your glory manifests on this devotional today, that your glory manifests in your life, Father God, that you, we are able to carry your glory, Lord God, that we are dealing with any issues in our life, any issues, Father God, anything that's leaving us, leaving us limited, and anything that has us weighty, Lord God, anything that has us where we're not walking in our power. We thank you, Father God, that we are doing, we are dealing with those today, Lord God. Father God, I thank you for healing the trauma in us. And I thank you, Father God, for you giving us, Father God, I thank you. And we're giving you permission today to dig into the deep things in our heart, to dig into the things that do not align with your word and your perfect will. My God, Father, we lay every care, every worry. Father God, we thank you for Lanisha's friend in surgery. We cover her in the blood of Jesus. And we thank you that no weapon formed against her shall prosper. We thank you, Father God. We are rightly dividing the truth today that we receive your word is the tr in the truth. And then we walk in what you command of us, which is to love you, Lord God, with all our heart and to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Father, we lean not into our own understanding in all our ways. We acknowledge you, Father God. We acknowledge you today, Lord God, so that you can direct our paths at work, our paths in home. My God, equip us to be better parents. Lord God, open the eyes of our understanding where we've been lacking. My God, do not allow us to be enablers. Father God, I thank you, Lord God. We just cast our cares on you for our adult children, our children as a whole, Lord God. Let us, Lord God, not be weary in well-doing. For in a due season, we're going to reap, Lord God. So let us be solid and grounded in you and grounded in your truth. I cover every marriage representative today in the blood of Jesus. I thank you no weapon formed again against our marriages shall prosper. I thank you, Father God, that your glory is arising in our marriages and your glory will be in your our homes. Father, I cover every single person in the blood of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that they set their affection on things above and they will not be moved by what they see, Lord God. I thank you. You're burning up the chaff in them, Father God. I thank you, Father God. You're burning up lust, Father God. Remove anything out of our hearts. Burn up the chaff, Holy Spirit. Anything that does not align with your will. My God, burn it up in us. You're all consuming fire. Burn it up in us. Burn it up in us. My God, I thank you for the resources for every ministry and for every business representative today. My God, I thank you. We are, we are walking in the resources. I thank you for the wealth transfer for the wicked. I thank you, Father God, that you're giving seed to the sower. I thank you, Father God, that you're positioning us in our most wealthy places, not for ourselves, but for kingdom. My God, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord God, we thank you that your perfect will is being done in our life and we are aligning with your perfect will. Now, Jesus, go do a greater work in us today. 
my God, so we can be the hands and feet of Jesus throughout the earth. Pull us out of our selfish places. Pull us out of our complacent places. My God, drive a wedge between us and the enemy. My God, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Father, you said he who dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty. So we abide in you today, my God. My God, let us reside in your truth. My God, let us reside in the fact that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. My God, let us reside in the fact that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount upon wings like eagles. My God, let us soar in you. My God, increase our capacity to do more for you. Enlarge the place of our tent, Father God, so we can make more impact for kingdom. My God, we thank you for 12 million souls. We cancel the assignment of the enemy off our life that has had us in fear. We drive back fear right now in Jesus' name. We drive back worry right now in Jesus' name. We drive out depression right now in Jesus' name. And we announce today to the world that you are Lord of Lords and you are King of Kings and you are the one true God. Father God, keep us from evil. <laughs> keep us from evil. Please forgive us for our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. My God, show us any place in our life when we have been harboring unforgiveness. Father God, teach us to be more compassionate and loving and kind to ourselves. We cast every negative memory into the sea of unforgiveness, into the sea of unforgiveness. And we thank you, Father God, for you are holy. We thank you, Father God, for you are holy. We thank you, Father God, for you are holy. We thank you, Father God, for you are holy. We thank you, Father God, for you are holy. We thank you, Father God, for you are holy. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I glorify you. Father God, we lift up our government. I'm over it. I'm over us being worried. I'm over us being consumed. I'm over us not acting like we don't walk in authority. So we speak over our government today. We thank you that the government from the presidents, Father God, to the mayor of the city, to the aldermen, we thank you, Father God, that our governments will not be given over to a reprobate mind. Father God, we thank you, Father God, that your Holy Spirit is in the White House. We thank you, Father God, that righteousness is rising up in the White House. We plead the blood of Jesus over our president. We plead the blood of Jesus over our vice president. We plead the blood of Jesus over the Senate. We plead the blood of Jesus over Father God, over the House. We plead the blood of Jesus over the Supreme Supreme Court justice. We don't care what we see, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that your righteous judgment is rising in this land. Your righteous judgment is rising in the police departments. My God, we thank you. Revival is breaking out. Revival in our home, revival in our city, revival in our state. Father God, for those of us that stand in need of transportation, Lord God, not for selfish means, not for selfish means, Father God, but for those of us that are really in the dire need, Lord God, Father God, we thank you that you are opening up windows of heaven, Father God, that you are advocating on our behalf, that you are speaking into the ear of the person that I have that has our transportation, Lord God. And we thank you for debt-free lives. Father, you said, oh, no man, nothing but to love us. So we thank you for the strategies for cars without car notes. <laughs> We thank you for the strategies for cars without car notes. My God. And if you got a car you've been holding on to, 
I'm just being for real. Can you bless somebody with that car? If you know you got somebody connected to you and you have multiple cars sitting in your yard and you and you know that and you got cars that work and you just hold on to them, will you let the Lord move upon your heart and you go sow that car into someone else or you sell it to them for a little bit of nothing? But if God has positioned you to be a blessing to someone else, will you go bless the person who needs that car? My God, I promise this is a seed and a seed has a sound and it will do something so significant for you. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. You are positioning us for kingdom. You are positioning us for greater. You are positioning us for more. My God, that you are positioning us for more. My God, I thank you, thank you, thank you that you are positioning, but not for ourselves so that we can give and do what we need to do for others. My God, we thank you for grace. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for love. We thank you for power. We thank you for strength. We thank you, Father God, that we stand in need of nothing today. My God, that we are becoming conduits in the kingdom, Lord God, and that we are doing more for your glory and we are taking it and we are living by faith. Father God, we honor you. We bless you. We praise you. We thank you for the word. We thank you for the word today. My God, and we thank you for every seed that's sown, and it will release a sound. In Jesus' name, amen. My God, he is, he is. God is positioning us for greater. God is positioning us for more. God desires to do so much more through us, right? Yeah, Cassandra, bless your mother with the car, right? My God, God is, God is not... God is not creating us for us to have more for ourselves, but he is positioning us for us to have more for others. And some of us can't get the more for others because we really thinking about ourselves. And that ends today. My God, I thank you. Lord, thank you for Debbie's car. Not for selfish reasons, right? Not for selfish reasons, but I need a car because I need a car. My car is shutting down or my car is broken. Whatever it is, I'm just believing God is providing opportunities and so that you can have it and receive it debt free, right? Lord God, I thank you. And then if not, if the car doesn't come immediately or whenever it happens, will you not complain? Will you rejoice in the Lord always? Um, I caught the bus for a long time. I did not have transportation for a long time and I was going to college and I was married and I had kids and yes, it was very humbling, but I got my butt on that bus <laughs> and I got to where I needed to go and I made a decision that I was not going to allow my circumstances to limit me and keep me from doing the things that I needed to do because the enemy will have you in a position or a place and make you think, oh my gosh, well, you're limited. No, you're not limited. You're not limited at all. You're never limited. You just got to change your perspective so that God can do exactly what he needs to do for you. And sometimes it's in the, it, no, not sometimes it's in the perseverance. It's in the perseverance. Like it's in the perseverance. It's in the decision to be content without. That's what Paul said, or content within that it's in that perseverance. It's in that season. It's in that situation. It's when I make the decision to persevere, right? The, that to persevere. Yep. It'll all happen in God's timing. God knows that you have need of a car. God knows that you have need of a house. God knows that you have need of a raise. God knows that you have in need of whatever you're in need of. Those needs are real, 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 real. Those needs are real, real. God knows that you have needs in the, of those things. So once you petition the request before him, you don't have to beg for it. You don't have to get back out there. You don't have to keep talking to God about it. You don't have to do absolutely any of that, that stuff. 
once you position yourself and you pray, then you release it and you just start thanking God. And you're not really praying like for stuff like that. You're just saying, Lord, thank you for supplying and meeting all my needs. And you know that the needs that I have, right? You know that the needs that I have is a car. So Father God, I thank you for providing that car. And then remind him, you said, oh no man, nothing but to love him. Father, I do not want debt. I do, I do not want debt because your word says when I get debt, right? I become a slave to the lender and I don't want to be a slave to the lender. I don't want to be a slave to the lender. I don't want people breathing down my neck because if I'm already, um, financially not sound, that makes it even more difficult. Same thing for your house. Ask God to show you how to get out of debt for your house. Ask God to show you these things in the spirit realm. Ask God to show you the authority and how this manifests and how this take place, right? God is our, our, absolutely out, Misha. God has already gone before us. And so there is no need that you have that you can't take to the father that God won't work it out. He wants you to set your mind on heavenly things. He wants you to set your mind on kingdom. He wants you to set your mind on serving. He wants you to hide yourself so far in him that you don't see anything else. My God, he wants your mindset to be on kingdom things. How do I carry your will throughout this earth? How do you get the glory out of my life? This other stuff will fade. This other stuff will pass away. All this other stuff, all this other stuff will be gone. He does not want you to consume, be consumed about where you live, what you wear. He said that in Matthew, he does not, but he knows that those needs are real, right? And so when we have a need, God knows. He says that he said, I know everything that you have need. I designed you from the beginning. I know everything that you stand in need of. Don't spend no time consumed about your needs. Don't spend no time on your needs. Don't spend no time consumed to stay no consumed about your needs. I got your needs. Focus on loving me with all your heart and then focus on loving others. So the prayer this morning becomes, Lord God, how do we love you better? How do we love you better? How do we love you better, Lord? How do we love you better? And then the second part of our that second part of that, when he asked them the greatest commandment, they said, how love others as we love ourselves. So here's the thing, Lord, how do I learn to love myself better so that I don't love others in my own perversity and I'm loving others the way that you would have me love others. My God, how am I loving others? And then he gave some commandments, take care of the poor, it's one of the reasons why we do feed the streets. My cousin Myra is on here. She has greater works and they feed the elderly. We're supposed to take care of our poor. We're supposed to take care of our elderly. We're supposed to take care of our widows. That's the scripture. Just find the scripture. That's what our scripture says. And so when we set our minds on taking care of the poor, taking care of the elderly, taking care of the least of those, praying for those in prison. When we set our mind on things above, then God will take care of everything else. But this world has taught us to, to, to think in lack. We've been thinking in lack for so long. This world has taught us to think in lack. Whatever you don't have means you're lacking. Whatever you don't have means you're not successful. Whatever you don't have, you can't be prosperous. Whatever you're missing, that's what this world has taught us to think and lack. 
And so since we have such a lack mindset, we lose sight on the things above. We lose sight on the things that really matter. We lose sight on the um, things, the things that God is trying to do for us and do through us. We're always looking at what we don't have. We're never satisfied. And it's a plot of the enemy because he knows that if you are never satisfied with what you have, Paul said, I'm going to be content when I have, I'm going to be content when I don't have. That's what Paul said. He said, I've learned to live with little and I've learned to live with much, right? He said, he, he said, he told them this. He said, let me explain something to you. He said, and it was the 10th verse. He said, now I rejoice greatly in the Lord that last you have received your concern for me. You are indeed concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. So they didn't have the resource. He said, I'm not saying this out of need for I've learned to be content regardless of my circumstances. I know how to live humbly and I know how to abound. I'm accustomed to any and every situation to be filled and being hungry to having plenty and having need. That's what he told him. He said, I can do everything through Christ who strengthens me. And so when I find my strength in Christ, my God, when I find my strength in Christ, then I'm not trusting anything else. When I find my strength in Christ, I'm not trusting. When I find my strength in Christ, I'm not looking to anything else. My God, I promise. Can I tell you the script? When God pushed me into full-time ministry and I was really struggling with how am I going to meet the needs of this household? When my husband died, I lost income. I lost, I lost about a thousand dollars a month when my husband died because he was receiving disability. Right. And so I, God brought me to a scripture and he was like, Lakeisha, you can't leave houses, your house. You cannot leave um, you cannot leave your family. You cannot leave your job and you not reap a hundredfold in this age. That's what the scripture says a hundredfold in this age. So I cannot ask you to do this for me and I not be a blessing to you. Right? So it's Matthew 19 and 29. It says, and everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or mother or father or wife or children or fields for the sake of my name will receive a hundredfold return in this earth, not in heaven, in this earth. And that's where we lose ourselves. We don't realize what we're supposed to get is supposed to happen in this earth. It's not just supposed to, then he said in this earth and will inherit eternal life and will inherit eternal life. So when my focus is on the kingdom, right? But there's the next scripture says, but many who are first will be last and the last will be first. You got to see this, right? So, so, so when I make a decision to go and do things for God, when I make a decision to put God first, when I make a decision to champion a cause for Christ, when I make a decision to seek you first, the kingdom, when I make a decision that God is going to be evidence in my practice, when I make a decision that God is going to be evidence in my marriage, when I make a decision that God is going to be evidence with my children, when I make a decision that kingdom is going to be kingdom for kingdom, I live and for kingdom, I lie. And when I walk away from things that are like things of this earth or things of this world, when I walk away from things, when I decide to go on the straight path, when I make a decision that I'm going to seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, God is going to add all these things unto me. <laughs> He's going to add all these things to me, not just in heaven. We not just in heaven, not just in heaven, right? 
Thank you. Thank you, Jess. The scripture is James 1 and 27 when people want, because people always want to know, well, where does it tell us to take care of the poor? Why should we be feeding the homeless? Why should we be taking care of them? But the scripture says religion that God, our father, as pure and faultless is this to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. When we look after the homeless, when we look after orphans, when we look at, look, look after it, um, widows, when we submit our finances, we submit ourselves, we submit our gifts. When we, that is, then we're not polluted by the world. When we live according to the world, when we make a decision that, you know what, I'm going to live this word inside out. I'm not, I don't care. I don't care who nobody else. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And I ain't talking about just going to church. I'm, I'm over people. Oh, I go to church and I no. I'm submitting and yielding my lifestyle. I'm making a decision to become a follower of Jesus Christ through and through, not just when it's comfortable, not when I'm just, it's okay. I'm making a decision to live for Christ. For Christ, I live for Christ. I die. You're going to see Jesus. You're going to experience Jesus with me. My God, you're going to experience, experience Jesus in me. You're going to come into encounter me. When you encounter me, you're going to encounter Jesus Christ because that's what he told me. He told me to go and do greater works. He said, I'm discipling you. I'm sending out you in the nations and I'm going to empower you so that you can go do more for my glory. Well, most of us separate ourselves from that. Okay. Most of us separate. So, so we don't see ourselves in that. We don't understand that that's, we like, Oh my gosh, I'm trying to find my purpose. We don't understand that is the purpose. Your purpose here on earth is to represent Jesus Christ. And then whatever area he has called you to, you represent him in that area. You represent him in medicine. You represent him in teaching. You represent him as a mother. Your will is that the glory be carried through you to other places and to other people, right? That's, that's the greater commission. That's not just for the pastor. That's not just for the teachers. That's not just for the evangelist. That's not just for the prophet. That is the assignment and call on every last one of our lives. That is the call. And so when I'm looking for my purpose, your first purpose, your first assignment, your first thought process should be, I need to become more like Jesus Christ. I need to become more like Jesus Christ. How do I become more like Jesus Christ? What in my life is not looking? What in my life is lacking Jesus Christ? And in order for me to become more like Jesus Christ, I got to put words into action and I got to do what Jesus did. I got to become the light of the world. I got to become the salt. I got to become the city. I got to make sure I'm bringing light into every situation and not despair. I got to, I got to, I got to advance as Jesus did. I got to read the Bible so that I can become more like him, right? I got to love him. I got to know who he is, right? Acts 20 and 32 says the word of God is able to build you up. I got to build myself up in the word so that I know more. I might need to fast so that I can grow in my relationship with God, right? Some of you have never fasted before. And the scripture tells us, it really doesn't say it's optional. It says when you fast. 
when you fast and you've been trying to figure out what, how do I grow in my relationship? You need to fast so things can be revealed to him, right? You got to radiate the love of Christ to others. You're going to love him, right? John 13, 34 and 35 says people would know us if we had the agape love of God and demonstrated it to the world. We, we're supposed to start talking about dominion and authority, but I'm going to let him teach it to us however he wants us to have it, right? We got, yes, we're supposed to, when people will know that we are of God, when we have the agape love of God and we demonstrate it to the world, the scripture also tells us we are to be in the world and not of the world. So if we are to be in the world and not of the world, then there has to be a certain way that we carry ourselves, right? It, it, it has to be, it has to be a certain way that we carry ourselves. It has to be a certain way that we act towards others. It has to be if the world is responding, if the majority is responding one way, can y'all hear me in this? If the majority is responding one way, I pretty much know for a fact that we shouldn't be responding that way. If the majority is responding in a particular way, then we should not be responding the way that the majority is responding. First John two fifteen says, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love the love for the father is not in them, is not in them, is not in them. It's not in them. You are to be in this world. You are supposed to be effective. You are supposed to be bringing change to this world. You, um, we are, the, the world is at hostility with God. The world will tell you it's not holy. So we are to be in the world, but we need to be separate of the world. Some of us need to get out of circumstances and situations, right? We, we need to protect ourselves from the sin of the world, right? We need to live by God's standard. We do not live by the God, the, the world's standard. We do not think like the world. My God, Father God, I thank you for taking us out of the world today and taking us from thinking like the world today. We have thought too much like the world. So his love should radiate in us. Some of us haven't seen the power. And I'm going to explain to you um, the difference a, a little bit more between authority and power this week, right? We've been talking about it kind of subliminally, but I'm going to bring it to the fourth forefront if the Lord lets me. Well, that means I got to have the right heart. Proverbs 4 and 23 says, above all things, keep your heart for, uh, for out of it are the issues of life. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. Treat others as you would want to be treated. If we're going to be examples of Jesus Christ and we can't cheat, treat other people right, or we talk bad, or we blasphemous, or we gossiping against people, or we cracking jokes on people, um, we're not. We're supposed to be treating others like we want to be treated. We got to be learned and wise. Luke 2 and 52 says us and grew, Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. We got to be humble. Jesus was very humble. Jesus had an authority like no other authority. John 13, 15, he says an example I've given you that you should do likewise. Like you should do likewise. And so if you are pride or you boasting yourself, ask God, Lord, show me the areas in my life that are so prideful that do not look like Jesus. Lord, 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 look like Jesus. Lord, look like Jesus. Lord, we need to look more like Jesus. My 
God and be prepared to say something. Sorry. When I do something wrong, being considerate of everybody and all we do, right? First Corinthians 13, four says, love is always patient and kind. My God, Jesus went and healed the sick and his desires was that his followers do the same. We cannot heal hurt people if we are not loving like Christ. We cannot. We got to watch our tone of voice. We got to watch our style of language. We shouldn't be cursing. We shouldn't be blasphemous. We should be speaking kindly. We should try to see things from other people's perspectives. And then we just need to, when people are not acting like God, we just need to ask the Lord, Lord, please forgive them for they know not what they do. And it's hard because persecution comes when we live like this. The enemy is going to test our gangster every time we try to live in the image of Christ. Every time we try to act more like Christ, the enemy is going to pressure. He's going to put the persecution in. He's going to try to pull things up outside of you so that you won't act and move like Christ. But the Lord God is saying, you know what? I'm going to strengthen you in this. If you will lean not into your understanding, if you will seek you first, the kingdom of heaven, that is, that is your mission. When you're trying to decide your purpose, your very first purpose is how do I become more like Christ? My God, so many of us have gotten involved in things without becoming more like Christ that when we got involved in those things, we tore those things up. We tore those things up and you got to watch every word that proceeds out your mouth. And I want us to reset our mouths today. I want us corporately. Hey, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. If this is your first time here, I am Lakeisha M. Johnson. And we are a corporate community of believers who just love God. And we are growing in grace together. But I want us to reset our mouths today because some of us have been in negative thinking for so long that we speak the way that we speak and we're not even cognizant of it. And it's a defeated speech and it does not bring glory to God. I'm going to give you two scriptures. And one of the things I always confess over my mouth. And can I tell you something? I'm a pro at this. And this is why I can tell you I'm a pro about this with my mouth because I had to surrender my mouth to the word. This was my issue. This was my fight. I was negative. I was condescending. I was sarcastic. I was mean. All of those things flowed out of me because all of those things were in my heart and all those things were in my heart. And so I have been a, I have become a professional at casting down thoughts. I have become a professional at guarding in my mouth. I'm not saying I'm not perfect, but I'm saying I had to become a pro at this. And the reason I had to become a pro at this is because of my responsibilities to others. I had to make a decision that my mouth could not be all over the place. I had to make a decision. I had to renew my mind in the word and say, you know what? I cannot keep falling into the traps of the enemy because I am supposed to speak life. I'm supposed to speak blessings. I am supposed to change the lives of those that are connected to me. I'm supposed to speak a word to my children and they feel better about myself. I'm supposed to speak a word to my husband and he feels better about myself. I'm supposed to be when you come encountering me, you feel better about yourself, right? Because that's the authority that I have. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes. So Father God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for Father God for just guiding us in truth of who we are to be more like. We thank you, Father, that our truth rests in you, Lord God. Father, we repent for any words, my God, that have been catching us up, that have been entangling us. Father God, we repent. You said if we confess our sins, that you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Father God. So, Father God, we're asking you today to cleanse us from all 
unrighteousness. Lord God, let the words of our mouth, the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. I need you to know this by your words. You are acquitted and by your words, you are condemned. Jesus said that your every word that comes out your mouth is judging or framing. I heard the man of God said that every word that is coming out your mouth is framing your next. Matthew 12 and 37 for by your words, you will be acquitted and by your words, you will be condemned period. Every word that's coming out your mouth that, that, that is it. Proverbs 14, 12 says there is a way that seems right to a man, but it ends in death. It seems right, but it ends in death. And Proverbs 18 and 21 says life and death are in the power of tongue and those who love it will eat the fruit. Period. There's that's not that's it. So let's just go on and reset. Repent for the words that come out your mouth. Ask the Holy Spirit to do a greater work in you. Give permission. Give way to the Holy Spirit. Remember, He's not a bully. Give permission. And tell I tell the Holy Spirit, I need you to reset my mouth. And I need you to help my mouth line up with the word of Christ. Every word, every word. That's why he said don't murmur, mumble. That's why he told us not to complain. He gave us all the context. Because he knew every time we mumbled, every time we complained, every time we were haughty, all it, you got to, Lord, I want to be a professional. I need to become a pro at this, right? There's a, there's a rule that says after 10,000 hours, Lord, I need to practice your word in my mouth because I do not want to sin against God and I do not want to sin against others. My God, this includes what you post. This includes what you text. This includes what you email before you say absolutely anything. You need to ask the Holy Spirit. Give me the right words to say. Let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Lord God, you are my strength and my redeemer. Let what let every word that proceed out of my mouth. My God, let me only say what God says in Jesus name. Amen. I hope you enjoyed that today. I love y'all. We got to get out of here. I hope you enjoyed that today. I hope you enjoy that today. And if you, I, I want to give this to you. If you've never received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it's so easy. Three steps. Acknowledge first that you're a sinner and you're in need of a Savior. Dear Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I am a sinner. I have sinned against you and I have sinned against God. And then believe, Father Jesus, I know that you died on the cross for me. My God. And I'm accepting your perfect will for my life, right? Confess that out your mouth and then ask Jesus, ask him, ask him, ask him, ask him, ask him, ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, fill me up, but take authority over your mouth today. Take authority over your mouth today. You are framing your life by the words out your mouth. Hey, we have feed the streets this week. I would love to connect to you. I would love for you to come serve. If you cannot serve and feed the streets, you can sow a donation. We're going to get out. We don't care. Oh, it's Labor Day weekend. We've been late. We've been on weekends. We've been weekends since Monday. We've been on weekends since March, since COVID hit. We got to serve our brothers and sisters. We're serving them this weekend. You can send an email to Shonda at JustBeAnLMJ.com to see how you can become involved. Get involved with us this weekend. We're going to get out and serve those that are less fortunate us. Tomorrow night, ladies Bible study. Guess what? For you, If you have friends that are not on social media, but they've been wanting to participate in ladies Bible study, or you've been wanting to bring them in. I we're going to do ladies Bible study this Tuesday through zoom. We're still going to be Facebook live, but we're adding zoom for our sisters. And it is for ladies only for our sisters who want to connect to ladies Bible study. So you can connect to ladies Bible study through zoom. 
Um, just send us an email info at just lmj.com to get the link. Um, let's invite them into the group. We want every lady we can connected to what God is doing in ladies Bible study. My last thing to you is if any way God has talked to you about this ministry, consider becoming a partner with us. My God, your partnership continues to help us get the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world to take care of the sick, to take care of the widows. All those things are evidence in our ministry. And you can go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, and you can sow there, and you can partner there, or you can send us a cash app at dollar sign LMJ Ministry. I love you so much. We're back here in the morning at 5 a.m. I dare you. I triple dog dare you. I dare you to invite somebody to get up with you and be a part of this devotional. Also, you can catch the devotional later on YouTube. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel, Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I love you so much, but more than anything, God loves you. 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 My God. And don't sit around worrying about whether or not you're behind. God will redeem the time. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.